What is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Color Pink Video People. Just wanted to point out it's a little bit of a weird situation going on here. I hope you'll bear with me. I might explain at the end if I give a fuck enough. Anyway, audio people, what's up? Welcome back to the Color Pink. This is Mika, your host of this daily show. And today we're gonna be talking about inspiration. But not the kind of inspiration which is cringy and like productivity oriented. It's the kind of real shit inspiration, you know? I'm really excited to make this episode. Um, yeah, let's get started. So, as I was saying, this is a thing on inspiration, but I don't want to have inspiration in the name because it's so cringy. Like, everyone talks about being inspired and like things being magical and all kinds of shit like in that sphere. And quite frankly, like, I have moods where I vibe with that shit, but most of the time it's just like cringy and not really useful to anyone. So this episode, I want to talk about what inspiration like really means, like an example of what it really means. And to me, in my mind, inspiration means having something change you, having something like encourage you to morph a certain way. That's what inspiration means to me. You know, when you look at a painting, it encourages you or it like gives you the idea to try incorporating maybe some like vibrant colors into your cinematography for your YouTube videos. Or like you listen to a song and like the beat makes you um, think, oh, what if I introduce like a super upbeat rhythmic like like uh, cadence to my schedule? And then, you know, change up your schedule, where you manage your time. Like, you can be inspired by many things. Basically, it just means, gives you an idea or, like, changes you in some way, in, in other words. And I want to talk about um, one of the things which has changed me in very recent times. And really, like, when I think about it, um, really, the, the, the thing that sticks out to me most is the title. What I put as a title. You never know what will change you. And this is, okay, right off the bat... Serious people, I'm thinking about you. You tune into the show every day because you want, like, immediately actionable shit. You like hearing, like, the super serious, like, takeaways from my uh, journey. I know there are a lot of you out there like that. Maybe this one is requires you to think a little bit more. It's not as much of a an obvious um, insight, but I think it's still valuable nonetheless, and I think it should be talked about anyway without further ado without any more beating around the bush this episode was inspired by something which uh i didn't expect to change or affect me and that's basically a relationship that i have with these two um these two ladies in uh recent recent times in my life it's basically um I'm basically part of this like friendship triangle where these two girls were best friends like many years before I came into the picture but then recently I've kind of like entered the thing and so you know we call it a friendship triangle because there's three people and it's pretty interesting because this 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 is probably like one of the or like these are probably one of the most some of the most influential relationships that I've had um, and we're platonic friends by the way I if that wasn't obvious already, um, they both have other boyfriends. So, and I don't want to date them anyway because you know, we're not we don't fuck that way. Um, but 
these relationships changed me a lot to the point where I actually like I don't know if you picked this up from previous episodes. I've talked about this twice before. Uh, this Monday, November I don't know what the fuck it was. November twenty eighth is Thursday. Twenty seventh, twenty sixth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth. November twenty fifth, Monday. Sorry, like math is not my strong point. I re- I literally have to count back one by one to find the date. November twenty fifth, Monday, twenty nineteen. I I actually um submitted my four week notice to quit my job because the job that I hold like that pays the bills right now it doesn't it doesn't allow me to it doesn't allow me the freedom of time to pursue and the freedom of headspace actually to pursue these relationships and invest in these relationships to the level that I, that I want to literally like I hang out with these people almost every day for um for now I mean there's they're going to one of them is going to start working soon so i don't know maybe she'll be too tired but like these this is like a really unusual state of connection because like it happened so fast and so and it went so deep the reason i mentioned this is not just um to flex on the fact that i have friends and you have none no just kidding <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to like make you feel bad i'm just trying to say that this this was not something i expected to heavily inspire me because like Okay, this is going to be an episode which I have to give a lot of um background about myself. So, I don't know. If you don't like hearing about me, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make it like as general as possible. If it if it makes you feel any better, if you think this is a little bit of an egotistical um like exercise where I keep talking about myself, just pretend I'm telling the story of someone else. All right? Like pretend I'm telling the story of another guy that I know. So, basically, a guy that I know, aka me, I used to be heavily inspired by like a male alpha figure like Steve Jobs that was like my kind of dude uh Steve Jobs yeah Steve Jobs was probably the biggest one because like I vibe so much with Apple I'm a that really big Apple fanboy I really understand their philosophy I really like their shit um but also like the creativity part the fact that he was ruthless and really like hard working and he was he had a vision like that shit really like stuck out to me and like rubbed off on me a little bit. So, I used to grow up reading all these kinds of books. I thought I was going to be um going to Stanford University and, you know, getting a job in big tech somewhere in the Valley, Silicon Valley for those of you who don't know, uh, obviously. Um I thought I was going to start this company and do this and raise this and all that shit. Like that's who I thought I was going to be as a boy. I did not think that I would be quitting like one of the biggest opportunities I have ever gotten in my life. which is this job in Germany for someone who has no college degree and no work experience this is a really big opportunity i didn't think i would be quitting that because i met two pretty ordinary women in malaysia one time when i'm back for a visa issue i mean obviously there's a bunch of things in the story which um i don't want to catch you guys up on because i've already talked about it a lot before but like you know that that's all true i didn't make that up like it's so it's so bizarre because You never know what's going to nudge you later on uh you know on your path. You think you're going to nudge in this direction and then you end up, you know, being swerved by something else and it's just really really interesting. It's really uh it's really weird how how things can sh- can shape your path. And this is why this episode came a bit late. It's almost like I didn't uh, I didn't upload an episode of this daily show in like more than day. Yeah, fuck, it was it's probably more than 36 hours by now. 
that I haven't uploaded since I've uploaded, and that's because this like this this relationship, these relationships changed a lot. And I know this is kind of like, I mean, I myself kind of judge this really hard, you know, when your best friend gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend or some partner, and then they just you, your relationship with them just falls to the wayside. There's like some statistic I'm sure has some truth to it, where you know on average they say, um, researchers say that when you get when a person gets into a relationship, they like a romantic relationship, they lose an average of two close friends, and like you know it's a typical thing you do when you get um, when you get into like a relationship that you care about, you just forget the ones that you already have. So I know, like I I do admit. This relationship I have with you guys on this podcast is something that's very precious. I like apart from probably like the top three things in my life, people I care about, writing on Medium, and probably this podcast. Like, I mean, there's exercise and there's like lots of people I care about, but and there's food and there's like all kinds of other experiences. But this this podcast has really um, opened me up to a lot of perspectives, started a lot of cool conversations, helped a lot of people. I get DMs like all the time from people saying, "Yeah, like you help me get through this. I listen to you every day uh, because it gives me some rhythm. It's nice to listen to someone who like talk about deep shit. It's nice to know you know someone else sees something else there, not just the basic stuff of life. Like, guys, this is this is priceless. Like the connections that I have, or the connections that I create and also um, experience on this podcast, this experience, this show." Are priceless. It, like it's not just a daily show. That's why I'm so almost religious about making it every day. Everyone I've met says it's entirely stupid for me to talk to like by myself on a podcast every single day. You know, people say you know make it a week or like at most twice a week so you can focus on quality. I say bullshit because I find that the daily um, the daily nature of this really is part of the 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 content. Like it's not just. It's not just the fact that I hit you with a new original thought every day-ish. It's also the fact that I do it every day. And so it feels like, from what I gather from you guys' feedback, it feels like the daily part, like the fact that I can talk to you every day or you can listen to um, me every day, it's, it, it creates like a sense of a different... It, like it hits different. The things that I say hit different. Like even if I sit a massively... I, even if I dropped a massively valuable, amazing episode like once a week instead of once a, like instead of a, like an okay one every day and occasionally a really good one, it wouldn't mean as much because it's you know schedule and st- and shit like this with this nature of this, you get to see like everything like for real like when I have to go to the hospital for some reason because my friend is sick, um, literally the episode gets pushed back just like yesterday, like when I have to do this, things get messed up so it's like. You can take a lot from like the the schedule is in in itself part of the content, not just a way to distribute the content or experience the content. So like, yeah, like all that to say, this is um, when when the podcast gets affected. That's when I really start taking notice um, of like trying to like get a rein back on things. But this just goes to show, you know, I don't give up the podcast for anything. Like the slot I record, you know, sometime between two and five p.m every day i never push that away for anything i always say i'm busy for those three or four hours like nothing can affect that time because like this is something i take very seriously and you know a lot of people count on like a lot of people across the world 
count on to listen to this you know every day when they wake up out of bed or they're about to go to bed from like a shitty day at work they listen to this so like i mean i i don't want to let these people down but but um but so when when it gets affected that's when i start uh taking notice and that's when i realized you know a few times this podcast has been pushed back this week and that's when i realized like fuck this this um this relationships these two relationships this friendship triangle that i was just talking about it's probably more influential than i realize because like you don't really think about it unless like there's indicators that you have and this podcast is one of them like because your your judgment can be skewed right when you um are in your own head because you're only you're the only spectator but when indicators like this like objective markers like you know recording the podcast and it's late a few times in a row it just makes me makes me trippy it just makes me realize how um influential these things actually are which all goes to show you never know what will change you sorry that was a very long extended example but um bringing it back into the general shit you never know what will change you so i think in my humble opinion it's in your best interest to stay open because you never know right you never know what will happen one like one of the things which comes to mind which kind of is a little bit cliche but um i think it carries the point across uh reasonably well it's this quote where you know people say when something bad happens to you ask not why it happened to you ask why it happened for you and that carries the that that basically means like what i get from it is you never know what why some things happen even if you think it's bad you never know where that might lead you you know if you um if you lose your work visa and you have to return like to your country after and you have to leave all your friends behind in some place you never know when you get home um to your home country and you're kind of sad that you can't be in like a big city working like building your dream you never know maybe one day you might uh go to a restaurant by yourself and you're really lonely and then some uh some other person who's lonely is also there then you you know they ask if they can sit with you and then you know you start talking and then eventually you get like one of the best friends that you've ever known connecting over like shared experiences and shared dreams and whatever like you never know who you're going to meet when you never know what's going to happen to you where or when or how like it's all just random no one knows what's going to happen and so really when i think about this when i think about the fact that you never know what will change you it makes me feel free it makes me feel like i don't have to control anything anymore because because you never know what's going to end up like how things are going to turn out and um it's a little bit hard uh for me to talk about this as you can probably tell <laughs> like video people you you're watching me fidget for the past like 15 minutes audio people kind of like you know stumbling here and there because i'm thinking like the minute i say that i'm thinking about all the beautiful relationships which i could have killed some of you uh know that you know relationships matter the most to me out of everything i really 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 do care about people and i think the only difference between me and most other people is that i think everyone is the same on some deep level we all care about people the most but um with me i'm very like open and like active about it just because of my personality like i do shit to make shit that i want to happen happen so which that's why people kind of think that i care about people more but i don't 
like I think all of us are the same. It's just that I act on it a bit more quickly, and like, you know, in some cases you can say recklessly, but relationships. The point is, relationships uh, matter the most to me, and I think about the relationships which I've, which I find the most valuable, like now, the most valuable relationships I have, and I think the first thing I think about when I think about these uh, people, is that I nearly killed all these relationships because I was trying to get what I thought I wanted. Um, for example, I have a lot of friends in Canada back when I was there um, to be in college for just like a sh- fucking two seconds because I dropped out. Some of you may know. Like I made some of the best friends I've ever made in my life in Canada. The point is, the problem is, um, I could have, I nearly didn't because I didn't want to go at all. Like I didn't want to go to college. I thought it was entirely stupid. And so if I'd never been there, I would never have met those people. Same with this friendship triangle. I met them when I came back to Malaysia for a visa issue. If I had like, if I had the power to wish that the visa issue never happened, I would never have been back here this time. And I would never have met these people. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy to me how many things are so fragile. The most valuable things that happen to us are so fragile. And it's usually us that kills it, like that had the power to kill it. But thank goodness we didn't know what the fuck we were doing back then. And we, you know, couldn't change it. Otherwise, like so many beautiful things never end up happening. So I think like, you know, on some level, for those of you, for some of you, this might make sense. This analogy might make sense. You know how um, the stock market kind of, well, not kind of, like generally it has, an, it has a trend over time to go upwards, right? So that's why people buy um, ETFs or exchange-traded funds, which is basically a basket of stocks, which represents like the top, um, the, the stocks of the entire stock market, right? The stock market as a whole, the price will go up because, you know, businesses grow and the economy grows, whatever. But, you know, it's volatile. No one can predict what will happen. For some reason, like some days, it'll just drop. For some reason, for some days, it'll just go up. And they've done a lot of studies to show that the best hedge fund managers in the world cannot beat the performance of the stock market. So basically what that means is if I'm a hedge fund manager, I've got like fucking 200 years of experience, right? Trading stocks. And I say, okay, you know what? Instead of buying these 500 stocks that represent the entire stock market, I'm going to buy five because I know that these five are going to be the ones that outperform all the rest. And I'll get a higher return than you if you just buy like, a thing which represents the entire market. In other words, I can beat the market, right? They've shown that 99% of people who say that can actually do it. More than 99% or something. Like, it's it's crazy because no one really knows how this will go. You just know that it will, over time, get like higher, but you don't know what each year will do or each day or, you know, much less each day will do. <clears throat> no one knows that because like even the smartest people in the world on this, they don't, they can't beat it. I mean, it's been proven so many times. I think... Um, Life is kind of like that. Over time, it gets, um, <clears throat> it grows like higher and higher. It gets better and better. But you just don't know when what happens. You don't know what causes it. You don't know when you have like a dip. You don't know where, when you have a recession. One year, maybe two years, maybe ten. You don't know when you have like a you know bull market, a super good year, super good years even. Like <clears throat> you never know what's gonna happen. So. I mean, if I could, like, put a subtitle on this episode, it would be just roll with it. Like, just roll with things as they happen. Because 
you never know what's going to happen. You never know what will change you. You never know what might end up, like how it plays out in the long haul. So, you know, don't be attached too much by <coughs> to the um, to your emotions of things when they happen. Basically, that's what I think. Because you never know how they're going to turn out. You never know how you'll feel about them, you know, two weeks, two months, two years, two decades into the future. I mean, you might be going to a job that you hate right now, <clears throat> but one day, who knows, maybe at your job, you meet someone who ends up being your future wife or your future husband or future whatever. And you like spend the next, you have like 80 years with that person and they're like the best 80 years of your life. Turns your life around completely. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and obviously that's like, I, I've given plenty of examples to prove that, both personal and hypothetical. So this is about where we'll wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to The Color Pink today. I really do appreciate it. I'm sorry this episode came a bit late. I'm actually going to be recording today's episode like quotation marks today's episode um in just a few hours like a couple hours here because just because of timing so you get to enjoy two today if you if, if that suits your fancy uh i try my best to stay on schedule i don't always succeed but i always have a good reason hopefully i mean in, in my mind it's a good reason i hope that you know a lot of people you guys don't like you know kind of beat me up too harshly for that but yeah, I mean it is what it is. I try my best, but I'm also human. I have um I have uh people to serve and people who need me. So that's just the way it is. If you notice a bit of echo in this uh recording, it's because I'm recording it in a different location. Video people obviously you know. Like it's a big wide open space. So it's a little bit um weird sounding. Sorry if that sounds really too terrible. I mean it can't be too it can't be as bad as the one where I recorded in the car with the mic of my iPhone. Jeez, I mean, that's like a that's a punchline of a joke. Not really uh, like something you think you'd actually do, but I actually did it. So, and and a lot of you actually said, you know, that was pretty pretty cool. Some of you even said you didn't even notice. I'm like, what are you smoking? <laughs> you didn't notice that kind of bullshit. But anyway, um, this is where I'll conclude this episode. Of the color paint. I'll talk to you in a few hours. Peace out. <laughs>